anyway. Yes. Welcome to the spoop. It's like the spook show, but smaller. It's just me and Neffy talking about a couple of flicks. We still got a monthly theme. We're still going to rank the movies based on arbitrary points. It's all just smooshed. Hey, never. Yeah, you're just in time for the monologue. So for this spooky Halloween month, we're covering erotic horror. Because erotica and horror go together like a disturbing masterpiece. It's a pretty simple recipe. You get scared, you get horny. It's why for hundreds of years, guys have taken their dates to go see horror flicks. Show them something freaky and then be there to comfort them when they're climbing up, climbing up your side like a cat up a tree. Now, hundreds of years, you say? Hundreds of years. It's a, it's a age-old tradition. Goes back to I, the cavemen. Uh, goes back to the dinosaurs. It's been uh, thousands of years. Dinosaurs have film. Yeah, you, yeah, you never seen the Flintstones? Now, your garden variety horror flick is going to try to reinforce a negative association with sex. Or even nudity. Show your titties and you risk them getting lopped off by the crazed psycho in the mask. Give in to a vigorous hump session and pretty soon the only humping you're going to be doing is when your body is going through its death twitches. I'm pretty sure Jason Voorhees has decapitated several people just for thinking about maybe jerking off at some point. But even the prospect of a gruesome demise isn't enough to dull the powerful lure that is banging. You may know it's going to end in bloodshed and screaming, but you still can't help taking the risk. That's just mostly, that's mostly just how eroticism is shown in more mainstream slasher fare, where passion is as taboo as taking a hit off a joint, or swigging some moonshine, or, dear God, dancing! The dancing! It's forbidden! In the realm of erotic horror, that passion is welcomed, fixated upon, sometimes even rewarded. And in the realm of taboo subject matter, it might just very well be one of the most taboo subjects a film can focus itself on. Because you can show 20 teens getting dismembered in gory detail and call it a moral lesson. But you're a monster if you show even a hint of cock. You can even have a coming-of-age existential life quest involving two hot ladies hooking up in a hotel room for two and a half hours, having the steamiest sex that's ever been shown before. But if there's a single throat slitting in the whole damn thing, you're an irredeemable piece of scum. Between the two, explicit depictions of sex are regarded by the general masses to be something truly heinous, far more so than graphic violence. You dare to blend the two together, buddy, you're going to have some controversy on your hands. So, when it comes to erotic horror, the emphasis tends to be on the erotic side of things. And even then, it's scandalous. It's not decent. What well-adjusted person would ever want to see such a thing? What sort of freak show would ever want to make such a thing? As if all these reserved prudes aren't here right now because at some point in the past, two people had a bit too much wine one night and decided to fuck. Hard. Without so much as a moist towelette to use as protection. Sex is as much of a certainty in life as horror is. But the thing is, eroticism isn't even strictly about fucking. It involves fucking a lot of the time, but it's more than that. It's seduction. It's arousal. It's visual and auditory teasing of your gray matter and the squishy bits down below. And what's more terrifying than something horrifying seducing you? Arousing you despite it being terrifying. Or because it's being terrifying. That's what erotic horror does. 
It shows you something scary, and then it invites you to scream. Not in terror, but in orgasmic release. And if that monologue wasn't enough to get me banned, we should be good to talk about the movies tonight. From 1970, <laughs> thank you. From 1971, we have Jesus Franco's *Vampiros Lesbos*, the tale of a beautiful vampire countess who will stop at nothing to seduce the sexy blonde real estate agent who comes to help her sell her castle. And from 1996, we have *Dream Master: The Erotic Invader*, where one man's quest to unlock the limitless potential of lucid dreaming via the power of sex dreams makes him a target for a nocturnal succubus. Hope you've got your towel on hand to clean up the mess, because tonight we're talking about some erotic horror. <laughs> we in. And some bleach to clean up the blood. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> there it is. I am ready. I, I assume we're talking about them. In chronological order. Yeah. You were trying to eat the bits. I was like, what is that noise? Yeah, I wanted to see if I could get any in my mouth. They look tasty. I'm sorry. All right. So I assume we're talking about these in order, correct? Like yes. Vampiros Lesbos is up first, 1971, and then we'll do the other one. So, so my 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 starting comment on mm -hmm. Vampiros Lesbos is, damn Soledad Miranda, you be hot. Yeah. <laughs> Soledad Miranda is bay. <laughs> um. It. It was... Oh, she now. What? You were coming in a bit soft. I boosted you. I was asking oh. never how, how it sounds now. I apologize. No, it could have been on my end. Okay. Um, But I, I really enjoyed the film. I watched it twice, 2.25 times, apparently, mostly. So I was watching it while I was doing my makeup. And, um... Yeah, it... It has a charm to it, and I think, I think I officially like really, really love like seventies films. They um, got they got a special kind of charm, especially like Italian or Europe. I'll I'll, I'll I'll broaden it. European seventies horror movies mm -hmm. have a have a special kind of visual yeah, charm. They do, and um, the musical. Uh, composition in this film. Oh, the music great. in this was great. Gorgeous. Yeah, it was, it it was, was it trippy was, and weird. Yeah, it actually. So, so cool thing because um, it actually in the '90s it got on Britain's top ten charts. The soundtrack for Vampiros. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it was picked up by. Uh, it was picked up and uh, something people found, and it was really popular for dance music and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I can see yeah, that. Which, Oh yeah, no, I can totally see that, and I'm just like, oh, like hey. in the in like the discotheques and stuff. Yeah, in, like, so the, dance the clubs. top ten hit on the British alternative charts. Okay. Yeah, and the it was uh, included on the compilation of Vampiros Lesbos Sexadelic Dance Party. That's that's an appropriate title. Yeah, I like. I, like, <laughs> I was wondering where all that was coming from because it wasn't like if you looked at any of the. Um, movie posters like the legitimate movie posters that never said sexadelic dance party and I was like yeah oh okay so all those other posters that had it listed yeah I mean was there was from the 90s there was plenty of sexadelic stuff in the movie not so much dancing 
I think there was like no. one scene in the yeah, there was one scene wait. No. I've seen too many movies. There was the performance, but even that didn't have <laughs> yeah. dancing. No. That was that was more just bizarre stage art. <laughs> right? And then what 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 was going on with Mamet? That fucking weirdo. Which one was Mamet? He was the one. Mamet was the dude that was torturing the young women. Oh, the fucking weird serial killer that she walks in on and is just like, well, I'm out of here. Definitely not going to report this to the cops. This totally won't bite me in the ass later. (laughs) So, fun fact the guy playing that character was uh, Jesus Franco, the director. That was the director. Oh fancies himself a serial killer Um, (laughs) i think uh, he might uh, this is the like i've known about jesus slash jess franco for years i've this is the first of his movies i've seen um which is a shame because i've known about him for for years and and like he he was known for doing these sorts of like erotic horror type movies Right. Which appeals to me. I like them. So it's strange yeah. that it's taken me this long to watch any of his stuff. Um But I, I feel like I feel like he might have had a habit of casting himself in bizarre roles like that in his own movies. Let me see. Jesus Frank like he was prolific as fuck. It might be Jess's Franco. Because there's a weird little over the U. Just they just call him Jess. He was also known as yeah. Jess Franco. So that's easier. It's just so, so weird not... to, to hear it pronounced. Uh, 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 yeah, someone I, named I ultimately Jesus say... who's not. Well, no, I ultimately want to call him Jesus. Jesus, yeah, but yeah. pronounced Jesus. Like, yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> Which might be why uh, people also took to calling him Jess. Uh, openly despises his own movies and claims he doesn't think he's ever made a good film, <laughs> which is which is interesting considering the motherfucker directed over two hundred movies over the span of his career. He was working from let me let me what did he when did he start the sixties no the fifties fifty five. Wait no that's his writing credits hold on. It's fucked up all my, my shit. 57. In 1957, he directed a documentary short and was working, like, almost nonstop up until 2013, which the only reason he stopped is because the fucker died. He died in 2013. Oh, man. Oh, like, I'm looking at a photo of him right now. And he, he, just, he made so, he over like a mad scientist. 200 movies. That's insane. Yeah, that's how I feel about how many words you've written. Yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 that is a lot. And I'm like, I, and it just makes me feel even worse that I've been, I've not seen any of his other movies or any of his movies until this one. I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch all of them, or at least a fair amount of, like, more of them right. at the very least. Right, and I mean, that's the plus side to Spook Show and the Spook. Yeah. You get to watch a lot of stuff that normally we might not have or not gotten around to because, good lord, there are a lot of movies out there. There are a ridiculous amount of movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like even just 
chronicling and viewing all of the works of Jess Franco would be like a full-time job for like a year. <laughs> like just him. They made a um they made a they made a remake of Vampiros Lesbos in 2008. Well, I think I saw something about that. I didn't really yeah. look too closely at it, so I don't know I kinda, exactly what it was. Now that I've watched this one the like original? two and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> I want I kind of want to watch the remake, kind of like how I do want to watch the new Suspiria. But yeah. I'm waiting because that's something that I want to show like I want to show her the original Suspiria and then I would I, I don't know why, but because it's my top in my Wait, top who? five fish. Oh, okay. You just said yeah. her. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I said fish. Um <laughs> you might have I cut show out. Okay. Yeah, I want to show Fish Suspiria, and I think it's because it's in, like, the top five that it's, like, I want to show her the original and also watch the newer version of it. Right. Because if I was going to say, like, the, the new one is on Prime. Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think the original is on Prime. No. The, the, the original, I still need to order the Blu-ray, but it's so flippin' expensive. Shit, yeah. Fucking physical media is not being cherished, and therefore it's being, the prices are just being jacked up. Yeah. For those of us still interested in getting that stuff. Or it's just not available. <laughs> Either full stop yeah. not available or just not available in this country. Yeah. It's and ridiculous. That's, that's the difficult part. That's, uh, what I really need to get is a region-free Blu-ray player yeah. for the living room. Like That's on my list. It's just the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But, um... The Vampiros so Lesbos. So I just need to share a couple of the song titles. Oh, by all means. With you. The, one of them is The Lions and the Cucumber. Okay. People's Playground, version B. Version B? Is there a version A? <laughs> no. Of course not. That makes perfect sense. Necromania. Necromania. Karma, uh, Kama Sutra. Yeah, that makes sense. And Countdown to Nowhere. My favorite particularly is the... <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> and my favorite is just the lions and the cucumber. Like, lions? Sounds... Plural? Lions. Lions. Plural, plural lions. lions and lions a single cucumber. And a single cucumber. And the. Now I just the. want to recreate. Have you seen the, the meme thing? Of like, it's like a screenshot from like it's safe for work, but it's clearly a screenshot for a certain type of pornographic film, right, where it's yeah. where it's the it's the absolutely tiny as fuck little blonde girl, and then standing behind her is like an entire like eight very large black men. Oh my god! I want to recreate that only with lions and a single cucumber sitting on the couch. <laughs> I'll work on it. It's on my list. <laughs> I'll work on it for you when I when I have the the inspiration. Um, but you know, I just I like the acting was a little. Mm, but I mean, I just was... attributed that to being a '70s film, like an acting style being a bit different from now. Yeah, um, like where... some some of it was fine. Some of it was a little camp. Like the doctor was campy. 
the doctor yeah. who, who who has the sudden change of heart once the the soldad Miranda shows up to kill his ass and he's like yeah. I want to be in your super secret vampire club that's why I did all that's why I like told the other chick how to kill you was because I wanted to meet you and join your super secret vampire club. That plan works out amazingly well for him. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Her henchman fucking <laughs> But, like, he was pretty pretty campy. Um, the boyfriend mm-hmm. was just in a coma the whole time. The, the blonde chick's girl, or boyfriend, he was just... Yeah. Um, he was so disinterested in everything happening. Oh he was. He was, like... There, there. I just love how, like, as they're talking about selling the house and you know, swimming in the pool, and she's just like, "This used to be Count Dracula's." It does sounds nothing like that. It's all in Spanish. I just, I have to add, that. <laughs> you know, this used to be Count Dracula's castle, and I'm like, "Wow, Count Dracula had a fucking pool. That's pretty bad." Yeah. Also, the vampires <laughs> in this movie are not uh, bothered by sunlight at all. Right? Like the first I, time, the first time we meet the countess, she's just sprawled out in the backyard in broad daylight in a bathing suit, sunbathing. Yeah, like, like that's just what she's doing, and she's like, I fine. Would, I would love to know, like, if if uh, Jess had like his own mythology, or if he just said "fuck it, I want her in the sunlight." I think I think that might have been like I don't know, but I, it would not surprise. Like, it's it's an erotic movie. Involving two beautiful women and two beautiful mm-hmm. women in bathing, skimpy bathing suits or nude in the sunlight. Like, because they're beautiful shot. The movie is shot beautifully. Oh, it is. It really um, is. And a lot of the shooting, the beautiful shooting is fixated on them and making them look even more beautiful than they already are, which is saying something because they're both gorgeous. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it was more a matter of like, they'll look better, like, they'll look better in the sunlight naturally lit versus like in the gloomy shadows. Like he, he he knew what he was working with and he knew what he was trying to make. And he just decided to ignore traditional vampire mythos. And even then traditional, traditional vampire mythos, like the original Dracula, like he can go out in the light and be fine. He's just Mm -hmm. a little weak. It, like, weakens yeah, yeah. him a little bit. He's not at full strength, but he can walk in the sunlight. Yeah, and that makes that makes sense. So, um, it could be partially that. They just, it's like, okay, well, original Dracula could do it. She's the direct kind of, like, Dracula made her. At first, mm-hmm. When she first mentions Dracula, like, it's very vague, like, how she knows Dracula and how they're connected. And for a second, I was like, wait, is she the vampire that made Dracula? Because that would be cool. But no, it turns out um, Dracula saved her from some very bad soldier guys, and then they started up a kind of weird vampire-human relationship where he would come to feed on her pretty regularly. And then finally, he turns her. Right. Which is basically the exact same thing that the Countess is doing with the real estate lady. Because she's like, yeah. I've I've found like Dracula found me, like I've found my me, basically, is what I took from that. Is necessarily evil. She's no, I was rooting for her the whole time. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, she's kind of killing people a little bit, but like, 
she's also like if you i like her more... way better than i like any of the hero characters they're all like boring yeah. losers yeah and like honestly you don't kill a lion for killing a gazelle yeah like it, it, uh, unfortunately in the chain of predator and prey a vampire would be primary predator so yeah and it, honestly it seemed like like we can get a lot of you like she she does kill her co-star in the weird erotic play that she does like every tuesday night towards right. the end but like there's that other like former like side piece that she had that's in the the uh the not hospital but like in the doctor's house Right. Um, who's freaking out and obsessed over her. But, like, it seems like previously, like, she didn't really kill her victim. She just kind of fed off him a little bit. Seems like. And um, I do like how it keeps in the vein, though, because, like, when you think of vampires, usually it is, like, I can see why he went with vampires, because, I mean, Dracula itself is already fairly romanticized. Yeah, vampires um, are very easy to add a layer of romanticism and eroticism to like yeah. versus like you can do it with like werewolves but it's a little trickier yeah it um, is but like it's easier with vampires because i mean at, you at stick the end some of the day, fangs in the like, mouth yeah and you got a vampire yeah um and also like it's easier to romanticize because you know oh the ultimate form of i love you is i want you to live with me forever yeah the so eternal people. life aspect of it is easy yeah. to tie like eternal love like and, that and, element yeah and like so this isn't a popular film over here not very many that doesn't surprise me actually, yeah no it was very popular in europe when it came out because also doesn't europe, surprise no. me. no no they have a different stance on nudity and eroticism and stuff like yeah. that which you know would surprise me a little bit considering some of them are a little bit more close-minded than we are about certain subjects but surprisingly in the in the terms of like sex and stuff like that mm. like um like Midas was advising us one point in time like they put boobs in the newspaper oh yeah yeah no like and, and we're titties over everywhere here, like, it's not a big deal we're over here like oh god there's cleavage oh, this janet jackson showed half a nipple everybody freaked mm -hmm. the fuck out yeah. like yeah so but i i, I mean it like between the two of the movies i definitely enjoyed vampiris lesbos more but that's mm -hmm. probably because like with my viewpoint i'm not a voyeur by <laughs> any means so like it i was... feel uncomfortable not necessarily with the act but i feel like i'm invading someone's privacy by watching it even though it's made i understand it's made for that but like still that to me in my brain i'm like that's a personal moment i shouldn't be looking at this right um right. And, and like, Vampiros Lesbos was nice enough to wear, like, it just, it felt like it was more artistic than sexual. Yeah. So it did Yeah, the sex really wasn't... Awkward. Yeah, the sex wasn't really explicit at all. Like, the sex was mm -hmm. barely there. Like... Yeah, there was the, only, I only counted, of it. I counted three? Um... I'm trying to remember what because there's there's the one there, there's like twice between the countess and real estate lady. I want right. to say. Oh, and then uh, her and her boyfriend at least start banging at one point, oh, or it okay, leads yeah, up to I them banging. But that's that how part, the sex yeah. scenes were in this. That would lead up to the banging, and then it would cut to the next scene. Yeah. Um, 
which is which is why this this was originally going to be softcore porn horror <laughs> as a topic but then after watching this i'm like it's really not softcore porn at all it's it's erotic it's erotica yeah but it's it honestly is not aside from like it's it's not shy about you know showing you nude women quite regularly like this had a nudity count of 20 yeah um so yeah they were constantly getting naked in this but not so much doing anything rarely no, doing not really things. Well, naked. well, no, they did stuff while naked. They just didn't do that while naked. Because, <laughs> like, there's that whole, like, the entire movie starts with that weird pseudo-erotic mirror makeout scene, which rivals Raw in terms of pseudo-erotic weird mirror makeout scenes. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. this, this one features a, a freaky fucking mannequin, naked mannequin lady standing in the background and it's on a public stage people are watching this oh man and it sets the bar very high because you know have you ever strip teased a mannequin so hard it came to life because she did she strip teased that mannequin so hard it came to life i i do that like every every thursday Thursday. (laughs) didn't you know it's a hobby i took up necromancy of the mannequin Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I just I really it was more my flow. Um, like yeah. I felt. Um, it's got a very dreamy kind of. It does. It does, especially when you watch it, it when it's the bootleg DVD version. <laughs> Good lord! Because you watch the, so the difference between the two is is quality. Honestly. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's DVD versus Blu-ray, so it's like. It looks like they just incredibly took, upgraded. They took the VHS or the Betamax. Oh and yeah, and just transferred in, it. Took it and just and just slapped it on the DVD. Oh. And was like, there you go. Yeah, it was it was pretty like. I'm glad I got it. The bad. Blu-ray because the Blu-ray is yeah. gorgeous. It is. I love that art. Like Soledad Miranda is just fucking was stunning. Yeah, like she, she had a very stunning short-lived uh career she was she was active mm-hmm. for about 10 years and actually just shortly after i think making this movie um she was in a car accident mm-hmm. and died and it's doubly sad because like right before she got into the accident she had gotten a, a contract offer from a german film producer that would have like just exploded her career like she would have been huge yeah that sucks because i would have i would have loved to see her in way more like oh yeah stunning Mm. and and i can i can appreciate that so much um and then of course um oh what is her name in the movie stromberg um linda westinghouse was the character linda Linda was also fun. like those were. Oh yeah, no, they were both well shot, gorgeous. Yeah, like I, I that's why I kind of want to watch the remake is because I just kind of want to see what they did. I want to see if they improve on like the acting. Um, right. Because I'd be okay with a shot for shot remake, just improve the acting maybe. Um, and, yeah, and, like, but at the same I, time, I, I feel like the acting kind of lended itself well to like kind of the surreal dream like true vibe with it had going. With the exception of the boyfriend, 
even him honestly yeah. like it's not a good performance but <laughs> something about it just added to the surreal weirdness of the movie for me right where i'm like <laughs> what the fuck like be interested in something <laughs> like he, he's like no. mildly interested when his girlfriend goes missing and even then he's just got that same vacant mildly. expression on his on his face he's just doing stuff to try and find her that's the only way we know he's he's actually concerned at all is that he's actually going out to try and look for her because you can't read it on his expression <laughs> Which does not change. <laughs> Even when they're about to fuck, he does not look interested. He doesn't look into it at all. When they're watching, when they're going to the... Like, it was the best Girl. thing, because that was the start of the movie. These two are at the performance. The weird mirror or make-out mannequin seduction performance. Right. Uh, also, this movie showed me that time stop porn has existed since the 70s, so that's that's a thing I learned from this. But they're there in the audience watching, and Linda is, like, into it. She is, like, fucking turned on as fuck. Um, yeah. And it's very clear. And it's, like, it's because she's been having recurring dreams of the Countess, and the model on stage is the Countess. She just doesn't realize it. Um, But she is into it. Meanwhile, what the fuck was his name? He had he had a goofy ass name too. Omar? Uh, was it Was it Omar? The boyfriend? The boyfriend. Yeah, his That was his Omar, name, right? His name in uh is Omar. His his actor's name is Andreas Man- Manales. Um, I'm but, saying yeah. Andrea Manchal. But um, Omar. Yeah, Omar. Mm-hmm. Um Omar is just watching this thing like it's the most boring shit he has ever seen. It, 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 even more than boring, like he's just like doesn't even want to be there. Like nothing no. he is looking at is having any effect on him whatsoever and frankly he'd rather just go home and take a nap. <laughs> they reverse the sex rolls. Yeah, it's it's and kind cool. of interesting, but it like I don't even know if that was well, it was probably partially intended because it's a it's a lesbian vampire movie. Yeah. So obviously she's supposed to be into the hot chick on stage. Mm-hmm. But it's still like I don't know I don't know what was I don't know what was going on with that character. But honestly, even like somebody who like did a better performance than that dude did, I don't think it. It, it, I feel like it might have taken something away. Because there's kind of something nice about him just being so utterly bland and bored out of his mind the whole time that gives it right. some weird charm to me. Omar, Omar, we need you to just look really done. Like, done you. Honestly, like, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Jess was just, like, not directing him at all. Because he's like, I have two very pretty ladies to direct. I'm going to focus on making sure they look amazing. And you, I don't care what you do. Say your lines, like go to your marks and, and say your lines. That's all I need from you. You are not the star. Nobody is gonna give a fuck what you're doing. It's about them. Yeah, and yet here we are talking about him. <laughs> yeah, that, that wound up making us talk about him. <laughs> oh man no i i like this this movie had um just kind of going into my categories a little bit this one definitely had my favorite kill in it 
Um, well, it was bad as I was. It well, was it was it was, it was easy because yeah, Dream Master. Like, there's arguably maybe one kill in the whole movie, right. and even that is debatable. Like, it's it ain't a movie about people dying. Dream Master. No, this one, yeah, a few people, like six people died. Yeah. So it actually had something to draw from, and yeah, no, uh, you'd say you were saying. The the last kill, Nadine, like, as sad as I was to see her go, like, mm-hmm. Nadine getting impaled through the fucking yeah, eye. Yeah, that what was... With these motherfucking European directors and I Going shit, through the man. eyes, yeah. What is going on with that? Like, please... It was, me. like, it wasn't e- exceptionally, like, graphic. You do see the thing, the, the rod going through her fucking head, though, at one point. Yeah. So it's, it's a little graphic, um... But yeah, that was a cool kill. And again, even yeah. though I agree, like I was like, no, don't kill her. Dump your loser boyfriend and go live a life of eternal blood sucking and other sucking together. You guys make a cute couple. Just just give in. Who cares if she's evil? Right? Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man now like i honestly like i the like, dream master got me a couple of times with like stuff that i liked mm-hmm. but vampiros lesbos was the better film in my opinion um just a it's something i'm likely to rewatch, just simply because i have already <laughs> okay, that, that's a good standard of metric. Like, yeah, I'd rewatch yeah. it. I already have. <laughs> right? But it got comfiest movie for me. Um, cuz I figured I'd just do it like after I was yeah, and yeah. I you talk about it more so. Um, and then uh Sleeper Hit. It got Sleeper Hit. I feel like more people should see it and watch mm-hmm. it. Um, and then favorite music because yeah. um like it just it it's soundtrack was oh yeah the music is amazing soundtrack was like i want the soundtrack like this is this is what like for my my burgeoning vinyl collection like if this is this soundtrack to this movie is on vinyl like oh yeah i would buy it oh yeah for sure if i see it (laughs) i'll grab it for you like i wouldn't mind having that and like i i was debating on uh for christmas this year going with you and letting you pick out a uh a record player oh okay yeah, it's a bigger purchase though, which is why I'm saying you'd come yeah. pick one out with me. Well, I mean, I the record like player it. itself isn't so much a like. I could just go with like like the kind Fish has, where it's like an all-in-one Hi. CD player, cassette player, eight-track player, record player, radio, okay, MP3 play, like where it just has all the stuff and it's reasonably inexpensive. I think because that, okay. that's fine. Like I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not going full tilt boogie in into. The the vinyl addiction or anything like that. That's why I'm limiting it to just horror movie soundtracks that I like. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'll just go. I got a problem with going a little nuts with collecting things. You do, but it's okay. It's kind of a problem, so I need to. At the start of this one, I am limiting myself to very specific (laughs) things. Very smart. Especially since vinyl is pricier so like yeah it's gonna be a slow growing collection of very specific items and then having something to play them on that just works is is fine 
So, like, other than what you stated, like, how else did you... No, I dug it. Like it, it was, yeah. it was, it like it's got that weird, dreamy surre- surrealness to it that that I like a lot. Kind of like you know, phantasm. Um, a little bit like like raw. Kind of has a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, paired with like that '70s vibe, which also ties into it. Because so it's like littered with trippy visuals and trippy mm-hmm. music. A trippy lady reaching for my soul during the opening credits. <laughs> right. Um. I do like the uh, the the weird subplot involving the scorpion who is just lost as fuck and then winds up crawling into a pool and dying. <laughs> like I kept cutting back to the like I made several comments. I was like, Scorpion's just going to get some bread from the corner store at first, and then they come back to it and it's running somewhere else. I'm like, this scorpion is lost as fuck. Like somebody please help this scorpion. It is very lost and it needs an adult. <laughs> an adult. And then, think- and then at the end he's just taking a swim. Yeah, I think that was meant to be like a uh, representation of. of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I picked up on that where it was kind of like because like you'd see the scorpion moving or like maybe it was even supposed to be like her transform because like vampires can transform into other animals, creatures of the night, as it were. Yeah. And usually that's like bats or or like a big old wolf or something or mist because mist is a creature of the night apparently. So I feel like in this one, like, yeah, the, the scorpion was definitely connected because you would see it when, like, she was going and doing stuff. Like, it was uh, directly yeah. tied to, like, like if she was going in from one place to the other to, like, track down um, Lisa, like, you would see, like, it would cut to the little scorpion running down the street. And you don't see the scorpion die in the pool until things start going wrong at the end. And, yeah. and, and suddenly we see the countess and she's incredibly weak and then Lisa kills her. That's yeah. when the scorpion Linda. is Linda, Linda, not Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so. Yeah, the scorpion was directly connected to the countess. But still, like yeah. even taking it outside, it like like not interpreting. Yeah, not in, not choosing to interpret it as it's clearly meant to be interpreted. It's just like this scorpion is just lost. There's just a B story of this scorpion who is lost as fuck. And I want that movie. I want the movie about the scorpion and vampires Lesbos just, like, getting completely lost in the city. I wonder how they trained the scorpion to run from one side to the other. They probably just let that fucker go. Like, warmed him up, got him active, and just set him loose. I kind of want a pet scorpion, but at the same time, I really don't. (laughs) Yeah, you always see him just kind of sitting there in the pet stores. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I would love to own a pet tarantula, but A, you wouldn't let me. B, I'd rather not. No. Yeah, so you'd rather not, and I'd rather not make you uncomfortable like that. And and B, they're not they're not anything I can really interact with. So not really. No, like they're I mostly can, just I can, there. I could take it out, but again, you wouldn't want that. And the last thing you need is, babe, the spider got out. Yeah, no, I'd be like, well, <laughs> I'm moving. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> I'm moving out. Bye bye. <laughs> I'll send for my stuff. Please ensure that there are no fucking spiders hiding in the boxes. See, and I love you more than I do spiders. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you win. Um, also, the kite. There was the kite too, which I think was also oh. meant to represent uh, the countess. Because at the end, the kite finally crumbles to the to the ground as well. 
Oh, it does. I, I, I know this because at one point I made a note that said this lady needs, needs to get a restraining order against that kite because it was following her everywhere. <laughs> it was in her dreams, Off too. She was dreaming about the fucking kite. Um, God. <clears throat> Stalker kite. <laughs> <laughs> did have I did have a moral quandary. Not a moral quandary, but it sounds good, so I'll stick with moral quandary. Uh, when tallying up the, uh, the counts for this movie. <laughs> counts, it's a vampire movie. <laughs> Get wrecked, never. Um... <laughs> But I had to ask myself if it counts as alcohol, if it's probably blood. And it's later it's confirmed that the wine they are drinking is totally just blood. It's but it was consumed them, as alcohol, kind of. It was presented as... Uh -huh. I didn't count it because I'm like, that's right. not alcohol. That's just that's blood. blood. Yeah. No, but, I then, but, then I, but then I went into it a little bit. Because I was, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, the red wine that's actually blood, like, it's a recurring thing with vampires. Like, that's, that's mm -hmm. kind of a common thing. They're like, have some red wine. It's totally not blood. <laughs> Hashtag not it's totally blood. blood. Like, um, what is irony? Yeah, like, potentially the vampire's own blood, a lot of times, is the vampire's own blood because that's, like, it has hypnotic effects on the human Mm -hmm. Which we see in this. Linda kind of, she takes a sip and immediately passes out. Um, but yeah, blood and red wine, I don't think, I, I haven't done like a blind taste test or nothing, but I don't think they taste similar at all. No, they don't. So then you gotta wonder, well, it's not, it's not human blood, it's the vampire's blood. So does vampire blood taste better than human blood? I don't know, go find a vampire and... Right? Like, it, there's gotta be some... Like, it's gotta have, like, some form of improved taste to it. Otherwise, somebody would take a sip, not even swallow, and be like, Tastes like fucking pennies! What is this shit? <laughs> never, bad never ear. Says, Maybe it's a mixture, so that's that's how he'd serve it. So, never is a vampire. He's mm -hmm. a robot vampire. Yeah, robot synth llama va vampire. Yeah. Oh my god. You're He's just so all the things. things. <laughs> But, um, I don't know. Like, I'd assume that since they're supernatural beings, their juices <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> would have, like, special properties. Right. Um, I mean, because in some of them, you know. Well, they definitely got... do, because, like, it puts a train, like, even, like, in Lost Boys, too. Like, they, they make Michael drink, basically, vampire blood, and it makes him start seeing shit. And also, it's it's come. It's usually um, part of the process of turning a human into a vampire. Is like they'll drink your blood, you drink some of their blood, and then hmm. bango, Ooh. presto, you're a bloodsucker. Yeah, like, and I can't think of any other because, like, even in your books, mm -hmm. um, it's still it's still a blood transfer, isn't it? Like, um, or do they if they just get bit? by a vampire no because i think with mine because it's it's big. it's yeah it's virus based um so i think they have to like bite you intentionally like they have to drain you almost completely and basically kill you right and then also leave you infected with the virus 
for you to turn. I can't remember exactly how I set up the <laughs> how vampires turn in my stuff. I haven't worked with them enough lately. Yeah, I, I I'm excited for you to get back into it and the yeah. and stuff like that. But no pressure, but pressure. <laughs> I'm excited. Um. Also, I know uh, I can't remember where it was. Oh no, it was when um the Countess and Linda are going at it for the first time. She goes right for the armpit. What's with the seventies and armpit erotica? That's that's my question. Because Flesh for Frankenstein and now this movie. Like it's not a very particularly nice area of the. Body. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know there are like people that have like bone, armpit sure. fetishes and whatnot, but I just I don't. I'm not. I guess I'm not one of them, so I don't get it. And I'm now curious if in the seventies there was a influx armpit. of armpit fetishists. I have no clue. You know what? At this rate, with all the fetishes that go on online, I wouldn't be surprised anymore. Oh yeah, no, I know it's a no. thing. I'm just like, yeah. I was. I've. It, I just found it interesting that I have now seen two '70s horror movies that had scenes in them that were erotic in nature that focused on the armpit of all things. <laughs> or dizzy dizzy is making my my phrase a thing of i ain't gonna yuck your yum yeah so i was like yes it's becoming a thing shut up gretchen that's just not a thing um sorry mean girls have you you still haven't seen me no you showed me me somebody sh yeah you what? showed me yeah, mean yeah, girls. yeah showed you showed me it girls. to me yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was fun yeah it was yeah, fun. fun um before Lindsay lohan lost her poor mind yeah um, stop trying to make fetch a thing, Gretchen. Thank you, Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I lost my train of thought. Go on. Well, I will. <laughs> I'll <laughs> say know? like usually, usually like when movies like replay scenes pretty much identically at multiple points in the movie, it'll usually annoy me. This movie managed to avoid doing that because um. The scene that they replayed was the weird mannequin sex performance. So, uh, I was okay with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it took... on for less it... awkward, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, overall, I enjoyed it a lot. I want to watch more Jess Franco movies. Yeah. Um, that I wish uh, the Countess and Linda had just hooked up. Because I was I was rooting people. for him, yeah. Um, as far as rankings go, like yeah, I gave it favorite kill as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave it favorite poster because I really dig that poster you found for it. Oh, see, I really like the poster you had because it just it reminded me. I like of, I like, like that one as well. What did it remind you of? Uh, it reminds me of like um uh, uh fuck what is his name? I was reading it and it's. The, the electric sheep man. Oh yeah, Philip K. Dick. Yeah, it kind of looks you. like. Yeah, it kind of looks like a. Yeah, do Android like stream of electric Dick ship uh, type thing. Ship. Yeah, so sheep. Sheep. Like <laughs> sheep. Do electric sheep dream or electric llamas or. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing it all over the place. Listen. Uh, and then, uh, of course, favorite music. 
Mm-hmm. Which is not to say, like, honestly, like, I enjoyed the, the music, the soundtrack on Dream Master. Like, it's it's basically just traditional softcore porn style music, but, like, it's good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like the music. I like their style of traditional softcore porn music in it. But Erotic elevator music, you mean? Kind of, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> Vampiros Lesbos, like, it had, it had right? bangers. Oh, it did. Some of 70s films really do have, like, some of the trippiest fucking music in the oh world. yeah like suspiria also had a banging soundtrack oh, anything from... yeah anything by yeah. goblin is incredible oh yeah or claudio simonetti for that matter mm-hmm. like the washing machine like did you see any of the washing machine or no that was that was when you were at sarah's i think yeah i didn't see the washing machine no yeah it was it was good um it was made by the guy who did um cannibal holocaust it was his take on a on a giallo film. Yeah. Uh, it, was yeah, ve- it was it was it was very weird. Uh, it also had a cast of gorgeous ladies who got naked a whole lot, and uh, <laughs> the soundtrack was by Claudio Simonetti, who was the main guy from Goblin. So I, it was really yeah, good. no, I'm totally down because, like, in my opinion, Suspiria is so good. Not only because, like, is it trippy itself, but the music is also just spine tingling mm-hmm. so but yeah that's all i really had to say about yeah vampiros lesbos very very good mm-hmm. looks fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah now now we come to my pick for for <laughs> this little thing <laughs> From 1996, Dream Master, the Erotic Invader. <laughs> okay, so I've been holding it in oh, since okay. I watched it. Yeah. I just no, I just need to tell you what mm-hmm. has been playing nonstop in my head since I since I've watched this. Sure. Dream Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> there's also like the fourth nightmare on elm street movie is also called the dream master so if you type in dream master that's the first thing that comes up you gotta scroll Uh to find this one which isn't a surprise really and that's why i kept asking if it was like a a nightmare on elm street spoof yeah it's not it's a completely original movie it's it's not a parody of anything it's not even really like like a comedy like yeah. it is, it is a straight up like erotic Serious. horror movie about itself. Like it's, it's the again the emphasis is more on the erotic side of things. Like it's right. very clearly a softcore porn for Cinemax, but like that didn't stop them from making like a straight up kind of horror story. Just it happened to involve a lot of people banging. <laughs> yeah. And- favorite story for me because i was like this is this is oh yeah same. for for yeah. porn like soft core porn but like this is this is original like i'm like i'm really surprised at this i still have dream warriors playing in my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure like I, I think it's one of those ones that like it very clearly is what it is but like if you can handle that like it's worth watching because like it's i i personally think it's a it's a cool story and it's told yeah very well and they can't cut out all the sex because then it'd only be like 30 minutes yeah yeah and that's uh, that's just in the fact that they they wove that into the story like it's not just like oh hey you're cute let's fuck which right. is what a lot of softcore porn does 
which mm-hmm. I I love it for that. But like this movie, like it explains why those sex scenes are there because the whole premise is the main guy is trying to unlock the powers of lucid dreaming, and mm-hmm. he's been studying dreams for a significant amount of time. And he's found that sex dreams have more power than non-sex dreams. So they're kind of the key to unlocking um, greater potential with lucid dreaming and also just fixing, like, deep-seated problems that you have from your past. Which is weird. It, uh, It might be a bit of a reach just to, like, set up a plausible scenario for why people are... There's a bunch of sex scenes happening. But it's more thought than a lot of these movies bother with, honestly. So it's nice to see that level of care to the story side of things to set up the scenes the way they do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I, I found this movie on Cinemax... Probably when I was too young to be watching certain things like this. <laughs> I mean, isn't that where you find all Cinemax films? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and this one stuck with me. Like, to the point that I hunted it down years later, because I had forgotten about it for a time, and then I was like, oh shit, that movie. I wonder I wonder if that exists online. It totally does. There's even a DVD, but it might be the R-rated cut, so stuff scenes would be trimmed down. Maybe mm-hmm. so that's that makes it a little unappealing to drop twenty bucks on it. Yeah. Um But you can get the uncut version, it's 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 uploaded. <laughs> People have <laughs> uploaded it. People have yeah. uploaded a lot of stuff from like the nineties softcore era, which makes me really happy. Um <laughs> collector and you squeeze. <laughs> but even like the acting I think is pretty solid in it. Like it's, it's it's like softcore acting, but like the characters seem believable. Like they seem legitimate-ish. Again, for this type of movie. Yeah, for this is type what of I'm movie, I'll give you that. Yeah. It still had like, that. It's, awkward got, it's got better. It's probably got better acting me. than a lot of low-budget, just straight-up horror movies I've seen. <laughs> this is true. Like, there's no, there's no. Um, what was this? Uh, uh, Oslo Otto, the boyfriend mm. from Vampires Lesbos. There's no performances <laughs> like that. All no, of the performances in this, or all of the performances in this movie, are better than that. Not that that's a high bar, but mm. still, like I, I found all the characters to be charming. And entertaining. Um, Especially and it, Ghetto Virgin. I loved him. Like, he's the sort of character. He's, he's such a stereotypical dude bro character that usually would just be the most unlikable piece of shit ever. But, like, right. he immediately just becomes really adorable and charming. And the more he, the more you learn about him, the more adorable and charming he is. Like, he's just a fucking dork. <laughs> it really is an extremely buff dork yeah like he looks like a traditional dude bro and then he's just like he's just a, a sweet innocent baby boy I'm a Who's... sweet innocent baby boy <laughs> help I can't get into this canopy bed yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, but that trick that was played on him was just so meat. I yeah, hate like stuff like that. Like that that movie got real with like the the deep seated issues that are are like plaguing these people. Like like Grant his his fucking lady who he wanted to go have a life with after he got finished doing his science. She leaves him and goes f- to start fucking his best friend. Like that's pretty fucked. And, yeah. then, and then yeah, the uh the dude bro guy is he liked a girl in high school and then she didn't know who the fuck he was, and then his friends teased him about it and then arranged a practical joke with the chick to start flirting with him and go out on a on a date with him, and then they're back in his in her bedroom about to make the fuck, and he's like I gotta tell you, I'm a virgin, and she's like, "That's okay, I am too." And they, then he proceeds to get completely. Na- we don't see this. He tells the story, but he mm-hmm. proceeds to get completely naked. At which point, all of his friends jump out of the closet, laughing and taking pictures of him. Like, right? I'm like, yeah, the, I can see how you'd have issues after that. Add, add in like a, a poorly placed vat of sulfuric acid that's then spills on him and burns him to a disfigured mess and that's the start of slaughter high yeah like that's true that's literally the start of slaughter high like that's the start of making a a slasher killer um but as it turns out he's just he's he's kind of oversexed but he's he's weirdly charming about it and he is plagued by a dream where a beautiful woman seduces him into a bed gets naked and starts frolicking around and he can't reach her because the bed has a force field around it that's his problem and then there's the um the other chick (laughs) i and this movie is very prophetic because i I feel like it introduced the whole stepbrother porn thing that's such a craze now like years before it was a thing because she her whole thing was she was in a foster home with another du- older dude who would play with himself at night when he thought the other people in the room were asleep and she heard him and her her fantasy is she's like I have no interest in him sexually but her recurring dream is her sneaking into the bed and starting to do stuff with him and their parents walk in and it's like oh no um the foster child and I'm like yeah. And her parents were assholes. Yeah, and then then she's like she she starts talking about how why she's so deeply repressed with sex is cuz she got caught almost masturbating once and the mother like smacked her hand with a ruler so hard she couldn't like close her fingers for a week and then mm-hmm. made her sit in a bathtub of was it incredibly cold or incredibly hot water? Uh, it was. I don't know if the temperature was a thing, but scrubbed her. She had to scrub herself with. Clean. I think that I think it was like incredibly hot water, and then yeah, she had to like scrub herself clean for like way too long, and it's like Jesus Christ again. That's like that's how you do. You want Carrie? Because that's how you get Carrie. <laughs> Is acting like that and, and putting yeah. putting someone through that. Um. So yeah, like the fact that it got kind of weirdly dark in the character backstories, or pretty fucked right. up in the character backstories. Again, details that you would not normally see in this type of movie. Right, and I love how how um what's her name the the 
and the lady. psychic. Oh yeah, yeah, the September who's just magically there psychic, we go. and that's just yeah, a thing. He's, he's like, he's like, so you have the gift. You have and the gift, like, huh? <laughs> you're psychic, and it's just like, yeah. This is this is from an era of movies where like a random character. I blame Stephen King for this because he he puts random psychic characters like you got the shining in you boy like like that shit he puts those types of characters in everything so that was just she was one of those characters where yeah yeah she's fucking psychic clearly psychic she knows the dude's name before introducing herself to him uh she knows she knows exactly what he's doing what he's about to say everything like that um and it's it's for plot reasons that she is a psychic to help mm-hmm. speed things along and make certain things possible. But like the main guy, like immediately spot, it just identifies her as a psychic. Is like, oh, so you you got the the psychic gift, huh? That's cool. You got that gift. Like, it's yeah. not even a thing. It's just like, oh, it's just like, oh, so you like sugar in your coffee? Like, it's the most normal thing in the world that a random psychic (laughs) just, like, legitimate psychic girl just walked into the room. Like, they made, um, they made being a psychic sound like, sound like, you know, something that just happens every day. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it's just like, And she's also just remarkably chill about it. She's just like, she's not trying to hide it at all. Mm-mm. Like she's not coming out right outright and saying I'm a psychic. Let me prove it to you. But she's just very blatant about the fact that she just knows shit that she should not know. Right? <laughs> oh my god! And it just says <laughs> Monia. Oh lord! I like her voice. Oh yeah, the the succubus dream demon lady. Yeah, I like her voice. She's got a very tinny voice like tinny high pitch she was very good for that role that kind of dominatrix type role devora kind of talked like this i I don't know why oh demonia devora devora okay that makes that makes more well i mean they both make sense but yeah uh, it's it definitely with a, a D, D name yeah it's a d name yeah um, it directly relates to her cup size Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was, like they, it was interesting interactions. I just, man, it it was that that cheesy nineties. Oh, it was it was full cheese. It was oozing. It was full cheese. If you if you told me this was made by the same people who made Leprechaun Four in Space, I would believe you. Wait, let I me check. To watch that Leprechaun Four in Space. You have seen that. Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I need to see all of the Leprechaun movies. Oh yeah. No, because it was not made. It was, not, or at least it wasn't directed by the person who directed Leprechaun Four. They've only the person who directed this only directed one other thing in the same hmm. released in the same year, called Cyberella Forbidden Passions. Now I want to see that one. I've I've not seen that one. Oh. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> But there's a lot of people actually in the wait. Writer Vernon Lumley. Director is uh, Jackie Garth. Okay. Uh, Vernon Lumley only wrote three things: Alien Abduction, Intimate Secrets, this movie, and then Girl Talk Confidential. 
What's interesting, like, that sounds like it could be correct, but I'm a little suspicious because both Dream Master and Alien Abduction were 96. Girl Talk Confidential is in 2017. That's a hell of a gap. It is a hell of a gap. That, that is but a I mean, hell of a gap. I don't know. I don't honestly know how the porn filmmaking industry works with writers well, and stuff like that. That, yeah, that's fair. I don't either. But but at least on the cast side of things, like, usually, like, in the 90s, like, there were some regular, like, uh, the chick who played September, Lisa Boyle, like, she was in a number of uh, softcore stuff throughout the 90s. Uh-huh. She was also in uh, Face Off and Bad Boys and, oh. the, and the Nutty Professor and uh, David Lynch's Lost Highway. I think she was also on uh, a few episodes of Baywatch, I saw. And that few, would make sense. And a few episodes of Married with Children. Uh, so yeah, she's had, a, she's had a pretty extensive career. Last thing she did was in 2016. So okay. she, she had a pretty extensive career. The guy who played Grant, the main guy, this is the only movie he's, he was ever in. And, that, well, and he's like, well, this isn't for me. Apparently, and there was a couple others that I saw in the cast as well. That like this was the only movie they ever made. Oh damn! Um, and then and then several others were in a number of like softcore stuff. Um. Huh. So yeah, it was like either either like pros who like did pretty extensive careers, at least in the softcore industry in the nineties. And then, mm-hmm. and then a handful of people that they did this movie, and that was it. Which is which is Fair interesting. Enough. Yeah. For when did we start talking about bad Mortal Kombat characters today? <laughs> today. Um, no, she's not a bug lady. She's a dominatrix succubus with a whip that she knows how to crack very in a very lackluster manner. Oh my god, that <laughs> she did, uh, you, she you did noticed not that? Commit, you she did not it. commit to cracking that, which is eh. <laughs> <laughs> When she came out and I was like, whipping her hand, and she just kind of like casually goes, I was like, can. yeah, at first it's like, oh, this, <laughs> this is an entrance, and then she does the lackluster whip crack, and it's like, and fantasy is shattered. <laughs> It would have been. Fu- <coughs> oh no! It would have been, been funnier is if they added in the after sound effect for um, a whip. <coughs> oh, like put the whip crack sound in. <laughs> yeah, even though she did it so lacklusterly, that, like would that be I would have died. Funny. I would have died. If <laughs> if the, if this movie was going for like even an angle of comedy, like at all, I'm pretty sure they would have. Sorry, I don't want to keep coughing into the mic. That's all right. Thank you. You all right? Yeah, I just inhaled the wrong way. Oh, no. Yep, I do that sometimes. Yeah, much better than Mortal Kombat Divorce. She's basically Bayonetta, only not as tall. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone out there that's as No, as Bayonetta as tall is as Bayonetta. unnaturally tall. Um. Yeah, basically, my takeaway from this movie is it's it's just Inception, but better. Because <laughs> the plot of the bit. movie is more or less Inception. Like, dream guy has to go into his own dreams to deal with 
deep-seated past trauma and and face his own demons only unlike inception which tries to fool you into thinking that 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 leonardo dicaprio isn't just asleep the whole time this movie at least has people banging every every other scene (laughs) yeah this is very true I like and I thought like the the um when they were doing they were describing the students or whatever they were the test subjects mm-hmm. <laughs> test subjects but um when they were explaining their dreams like it was really interesting that they added that level of awkward into a softcore porn yeah like the movie is like, not afraid to be awkward no like they're talking like, about their se- it's like are you like can we talk about this like you're not gonna tell anyone right like this is private right meanwhile i'm over here sitting like let me tell you about the wet dream i had about <laughs> nick offerman the other day oh no <laughs> oh and also just the level of detail that they they spent like the level of time and detail they put into explaining what they were doing and how it worked like even if it's just like made up pseudoscience to uh string the plot together like the fact that they went into detail explaining like the concept of shared dreaming and like how that works like they they set like the plot holds together oh yeah like, no it like, really does and, and i will give it that they managed to deliver like a bunch of like tech like exposition and like not make it boring yeah no they really did and and like they um like there's a lot of old horror flicks that don't regular like horror flicks that don't tackle exposition as well as this movie does that's kind of sad yeah tackling exposition is not that difficult you just have to kind of read the script like no but like presenting it in a way that like the information is conveyed but your audience isn't yawning exactly like like a lot of a lot of regular horror movies don't get that right it's usually yeah. like you can tell you can tell when it's it's like oh okay we're at the exposition scene because they have to explain what's happening mm-hmm. and then it goes on for five minutes of a monologue and you're like all right i get it the ghost needs to be struck in the face with a iron cross but only on a tuesday and you have to be swill swilling salt water in your mouth while you do i get it let's get to the scares already let's somebody chops yeah yeah all right the birkenstocks yeah can't forget the birkenstocks (laughs) it's very important it's a key element to how this spooky ghost works just cut someone's fucking head off already my god no not so in this movie from my experience like i was like i was into the exposition i'm like please tell me more well that's why it got (laughs) most entertaining for me because like even if i were to cut out like all of the sex stuff because i mean regardless i'm just like this is just very awkward and very cheesy um (laughs) but that's just yeah, I mean, it's, it is a cheesy like there are it, yeah. it is at its heart a cheesy softcore porn movie it's just oh yeah I, having <laughs> seen a number of these it's like i think that's why i love this movie so much because like you don't see this this level of detail and skill in a movie which right. is amazing considering like so many like first timers that never did anything before or after this and like a director who had only directed one other movie probably at the same time they were making this one like it's yeah. impressive. 
Yeah, no, it really is. And like, well, it would win no Emmys or no, 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 or anything like that. It, but still, it, it should. <laughs> they just won't nominate such a film. I mean, I would nominate a film that is maybe a better in like better erot like erotic porn type thing. I'm sure there are better ones out there. Maybe. Yeah, there's some good ones. Like Femalian is also really good. Okay. Well, but but Femalian is more like there's more comedy elements to it, and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's more fun. This okay. one, this one, like real like Femalian is just like erotic comedy sci-fi. Like this one, like I it truly is an erotic horror movie because like the whole premise is basically the setup for a slasher movie. Only instead yeah. of slashing, it's banging. Yeah, this is very true. Instead so, of I mean, kill if scenes, you counted you have the banging. Scenes. If we counted the banging as deaths, then... I mean, <laughs> le, la petite mort. La petite mort. La petite mort. The little death. La petite mort. Omelette du fromage. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Orgasms. <laughs> That almost made it into the monologue, but it was clunky and I couldn't fi- uh, figure out how to like segue out of it. But I'm glad we slipped it in somewhere. <laughs> oh man, I like I I enjoyed it way more than I expected to. Mm. Um, and by the way, I just like to put this disclaimer out there. My awkwardness with sex scenes has nothing to do with what other people do in their free times. I'm not judging you. I'm just weird. Right. Like, well, I, no, yeah. I, can, I yeah. can, like, being uncomfortable watching a sex scene. Like, uh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, like, like and, and, and by all means, like, I support, like, adult movies. I support adult workers. I, you know. Oh, absolutely. Who's in the adult entertainment. Yeah, you know, I I support them a hundred percent. I just like I'm not a big fan of watching people bang. Like, <laughs> it's just not yeah. my thing. Like it's like I'm uh I was talking to somebody about it and uh, I was like I am a participator, not a watcher. Mm. <laughs> so never. Oh no. Oh no. As for the uh, slip it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Pun. Yep. Poor never. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this got most entertaining for me because in all honesty, like, don't get me wrong, Vampiros Lesbos was fantastic. But, oh yeah, no, I really like, enjoyed it. This made me chuckle more. This 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 <laughs> legitimately was entertaining, like in that sense, to watch when I think entertained. Because mm. when I think entertained, I think, okay, um, like I think of it, I guess, in terms of like action movies, like right. fun action movies that we watch. You know, things are happening, people are being weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 like I'm all right with that. Like that, that to me marks entertained, right? Um, at least in in this sense. So, um, it also got favorite SFX. I think, yeah, I think I just oh yeah, I also gave because neither of them really had a whole bunch of SFX. So I just this it, it had like the weird um like dream tunnel. That was about yeah, I, it. <laughs> I, just took it. I just took it as the costumes. 
is basically what Yeah, I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? The costumes are SF- SFX in this. There's and people like, like teleporting in and out. There were there were there were some yeah. effects. Yeah, there were some effects, but I, I really don't think there were too many other than like maybe well, Vampiris Lesbos did have the impale of the eye. Yeah, but even like even Vampiris Lesbos effects, it, it mostly amounted to fake blood that looked like red paint. And yeah, some and fake fangs. Trickery. Yeah. But no, like I I I enjoyed myself. Like it again, Dream Warrior playing in my head the entire time. <laughs> Especially like the first time they're like, all right, we got a shared dream. Visualize the store, memorize every detail. And I'm like, Dream Warrior. <laughs> Like they're just getting so geared up and ready to go, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh no, I want to watch Freddy. Like, <laughs> I want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Like that's what I want to watch right now. But um, like aside from that, like it just it was a fairly easy watch. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the the lighting was on point too. Like the movie had atmosphere. It did, too. Like, especially like, that, that one scene. It was like low where... low budget. It was clearly low budget, but like they made mm-hmm. the dream areas kind of feel weird, like weird dreams. Yeah, I mean, uh, like for instance, the one where it's the canopy bed and he's like, yeah, against it and he's banging. Like the lighting for that was, was oh boring. yeah, the light, yeah, there's yeah, there's some amazing lighting. Yeah, like the woman on, on the bed, like didn't stylized look lighting, washed out. No, she didn't look over. Like the the file itself was garbaged. So like yeah. the quality was was garbage, but that that is more just what you can find than it is mm-hmm. the actual thing. Um, but just like looking at the lighting effects and whatnot, like yeah, she wasn't completely Wait, naked. She was wearing some lingerie. No, she wasn't. At one point, she was. At the yeah, start, when she was walking to the bed. Yeah, and then she slipped off everything. She just very at some point, yeah, moved her legs in a way where you could not see the vagina. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's not limited to this one. Like they yeah. all, they all do it, but like I feel like blocking and, and camera work on softcore stuff like does, deserves kind of an award and, and a little bit of admiration on its own because. Yeah, those actors and actresses are completely fucking naked, but you will not see... You're lucky if you catch a glimpse of Bush. Right. Let alone any kind of actual genitalia. And given how a lot of the scenes are filmed, like, that's really impressive, like, position... Like, very careful positioning and very careful camera angles. Mm -hmm. And still doing that and making the scene not feel... um, Weird. Weird. Or, or, or also still conveying like a sense of eroticism in the scene, mm-hmm. despite those limitations. Um, I also liked how Grant wasn't a horn dog. Like, no, like even the horn dog character in this movie wasn't really a super big horn dog at the no. end of the day. But like Grant especially is just like he's listening to these sex dreams and whatnot, and he's like completely fucking professional about it. Yeah, he like is, super amazing. professional scientist, which is again for this type of movie very nice to see, because it, it conveys that sense of realism, I guess, to it, as yeah. opposed to like just being like it's a sex movie. So, <laughs> and and then and then would you do like that kind of attitude? I still love at the beginning, like when they're standing outside the door, and he's like, "Hi." 
uh, and he he just wanted to get. Oh, and him in September bump into each other. Not him in September. Uh, when uh, oh his his ex. Uh, oh, dude, no, bro, dude, dude, bro, dude, dude bro. bro, and um, the other brunette. Um, yeah, yeah. Check. They're standing in front of the door, and he tries to get to know her, and he's like, "Well, you know, since we'll be sleeping together." Yeah, he's and just got the cheesiest <laughs> fucking lines. It's a sleep study. Oh. <laughs> he's got the cheesiest oh. fucking lines, and also, like he knows they're cheesy, but he's gonna he's take done. a shot anyway because he's, he's a did. fucking dork. And I'm just like, oh man, if I go to a sleep study and I see someone I can hit on, I'm gonna try that. Fucking, it got me, man. I was sitting there and I was looking, and like I groaned and I physically foreheaded myself. <laughs> like I was, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> So I had no, I had a fun time with both of these movies, yeah. honestly. So, like, I think this has been a, this has definitely been like a first, like for a first run. It's mm. been fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad I picked this topic. Oh yeah. So, but um, I guess I'll go through the rest of mine real quick, and then because I don't really, other than I really wanted to make sure people knew about the sleeping together punchline. Yeah, but like we're missing, we're 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 neglecting to talk about like the best scene in all of Dream Master, though. Where she's walled up and it looks really cheesy. No, but that one's also very good. <laughs> Talking about like that spilled milk sex scene. Like, you mean the one where he's like, damn, where he gets fooled by her finally, but he thinks yeah. it's September at first. Like, damn. Yeah. That's that, one... that's, that was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Although I wasn't too much of a fan of of all the liquid stuff seeping out of her. <laughs> it was milk. She spilled the milk. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> was there milk on the table? Yeah, because remember he had cookies <gasps> and milk, and there was like a full glass of milk, and we throws her over <laughs> the desk. The milk goes everywhere. <laughs> Oh, uh, you gotta you gotta see it to understand, never. We can't go yeah. into explicit detail here. But it is a very good scene. Yeah, it, it is a very good scene, just from a Like even you're like that was the scene that made me remember the fucking movie. I was like, oh shit. I yeah. gotta go see if I can find that one. I was like, does it really count though if you tricked him? I'm like, uh, she's like a dream succubus witch lady. Right. She ain't playing by no fucking rules. She ain't. Well, she she, she had done it all. That was the weird thing about it, considering like it seemed like. Um. Well, no, I guess because because he he bangs her a couple of times. He bangs the dream witch a couple of times. In, in fact, the one the the dream he shared was also an instance of her tricking him because. It was just some rando lady, like, shipwrecked on the beach that wound mm -hmm. up being her. Um, I think it's because but, he didn't but that bring her to but, but it was also, well, that and also, like, every time he knew it was her, he resisted and forced himself to wake up. That time, yeah. he gave in completely. He did. <laughs> and then she was like, gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tie you to a dream bed and crack my whip very lacklusterly at you. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Who's a bad boy? But yeah, this one got a number of categories. It got favorite story as well. Uh, this one, this one was my comfiest movie pick because, like, this one I could just like. It's not even like <laughs> people getting naked and grinding on each. Like, no, like I just find this movie to be relaxing. Honestly, like it's it's like an old friend that I could just put on and have on and be entertained while doing other stuff. Bray has something to say. Oh. An appearance, yes. She says she slept through both of them. That doesn't surprise me. She sleeps through a lot. Um, this one also got scariest movie from me. Same here. Yeah. If, if for it. no other reason than um that chick's story about the whole like the bathtub and the hit being hit with the ruler, like that was like fucked. Really too much scare. Like I guess the serial killer dude in um vampire yeah Bundle. but even that like, was just it just kind of happened yeah it, <laughs> it wasn't particularly scary it's just a random no. thing that happened no so like and i and it was scariest to me just simply because it's like some demon mm-hmm. fucking invading your dreams and and then you sleep forever and then also like you don't know what's reality and like we barely know what dreams are today like so right Oh man, I'm just like nah. Like this movie itself wasn't scary, but like the concept was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I gave it sleeper hit because again, like one, I don't think a lot of people even fucking know about this movie. Mm-mm. Um, and given the type of movie it is, as I've said multiple times by now, like it's real. Like it's a good movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. is the startling thing about it which i think qualifies it to be a sleeper hit like i didn't expect to like I, when i tuned in many years ago on cinemax i was just expecting to see some titties Titties. and then i came away like holy shit that was that was entertaining that was a good movie um yeah favorite se- uh, special effects because i like 90s cheesy special low budget special effects like yeah. i i Growing up in the 90s, I got, like, a kind of special, like, nostalgia vibe for it. Uh, and most entertaining, because, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it very entertaining. Mm-hmm. It got most disturbing movie for me as well. See, I gave most disturbing movie a no vote, because neither one of them disturbed me. Um, but you had special considerations yeah. when picking that. Yeah, so I was just like, which one made me for more uncomfortable? And I yeah. was like, well... There we go. So, but yeah, no, like all in all, I enjoyed both movies and I look forward to what we decide to do next. Mm-hmm. So we got the rankings. Mm-hmm. So first and second. <laughs> right. So um, um Vampires Lesbos was number one for me. Yeah. And then of course Dream Master was two. Mm-hmm. And it was flipped for me. Yeah, because Dream, Dream has like again, like Leprechaun Four is my type of movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. It's the type it of movie is. I fucking love. Yeah, and no. I really enjoyed Vampiros Lesbos as well, but yeah, no, we like it's it's like you know, artsy versus like just cheesy, more relatable. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. 
And then for our, our unique category, we have ranked sex. Dream Master and then Vampiros Lesbos. Yeah, same. Because again, Vampiros yeah. Lesbos really didn't have much sex in it to speak of, whereas in Dream Master, like, it is focused on. Yeah, it is. And like, it's not that it's not a part of Vampiros Lesbos. Yeah, it's like, a part of it, but you don't see nearly yeah. as much of it. It's very, very restrained, weirdly enough. Yeah, and plus they also get it just simply because, um, like, they, like, the, the amount of skill, as you stated, that they had to put into making sure that no genitalia was shown mm -hmm. is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. And then that spilled milk scene. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Uh, so, technically, I, I think we... We're just gonna, you say we're just gonna flip who picks a category for these? Yeah, because otherwise, like, I could potentially see it getting put into, like, a loop of somebody picking a movie, like, seven bajillion times in a row. Um, a movie? Or movie, like, a category, sorry. Like, seven bajillion oh, times Oh, well, I mean, I think row. there'd be a rule that you can't just stack the same category over and over again. Right, no, I meant, like, like who wins each time. Like, I feel like it might... Like, it's better, I feel, if we just switch on and off since it's just two of us. That's fine. I still tallied up all the points. Of, well, I still wanted the points. <laughs> and for the first time, and of course, this would be the one. But Dream Master won with 122 points. Followed by Vampiros Lesbos with 89 points. Damn, you won by a fucking landslide. A significant Dang. amount. The static points there are pretty tied. Uh, Vampire Lesbos had 29 to Dream Master's 27. Oh, um, but honestly, we both gave Dream Master a fair amount of points. Like I gave yeah. it 50, you gave it 45. Yeah, like I enjoyed myself, <clears throat> so it's not... You know, it doesn't really surprise me. I was, I was like, I don't know which one's going to win. But, like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Dream Master, just simply because it better fits the category. And also, like, it just, it I, I don't know, like, it was the more relatable film. I yeah. Guess. So, but, yeah, do you have any idea what you want to do for the next category? I should have given it thought ahead of time. Especially, right, especially since, yeah. Well, I knew I was winning, and then also I knew that we were just going to trade off, and you technically picked this one. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it's, it's going to be uh, November. November. We did just do cannibal movies, so we did not going to pick cannibals. However, However, there are other things that eat things. There are. That's where I'm. I'm kind of my my reasoning is going down i'm just trying to decide what other things that eat that eat people mm. i want to go with are are you gonna be like since next if i pick is... killer sharks fish will riot will. <laughs> um no uh, i will i was about to say next month is uh nano are you going next to have month is time? nano uh i'll probably have time okay all right i just want to make sure absolutely yeah. will yeah, in the in the month of, like it's gonna be like it's gonna be nano, but also like I'm sure I can make time to watch a minimum of six movies. Yeah, you've watched more with less time. Yeah, um, Dizzy would have also rioted, but for different reasons. <laughs> Listen, Dizzy, <laughs> at some point we're gonna be doing Killer Sharks. Donut. Donut. <laughs> I already know what movie I'm doing for that one. 
I don't. Um, I, I know, but there's I do, plenty to choose from. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'm pretty sure on uh, on uh, Amazon I saw Santa Jaws. <laughs> oh my god. Killer squids. Bells, there are probably bells. a few killer squid movies. Um, jingle all the nom. I'm a shark. I'm gonna eat your face. Get ready. For werewolves a have not nom. been done. Werewolves have not. Squid with love for other squids. That sounds like a porn. We just did that. <laughs> Were beasts? Oh. I mean, werewolves is tempting because they do eat people. We do, but werewolves was something that potentially we would do with the main group because because well, anything um, I feel like anything we do, any categories we cover on on this show are also mm-hmm. still eligible for the main show. Because again, there's still plenty of other. Oh, yeah. And vice versa. Any, any category we do on the main show is eligible on this show. I just don't want to do immediately do Cannibals again, you know, because we just did Cannibal Month last we month. We do um, Giant Insects that Nom thinks. Giant Insects? Yeah, see, then you're picking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will Blob shut up. I, creatures. I will... I will sit here and. There's a few, head. mostly just remakes of the Blob. Blob. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's zombies potentially, but I don't know if I want to do zombies because they're a little played out. Not mm-hmm. that I mind watching zombie flicks. No. Um, off-screen killers. <laughs> What's weird is I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's. That that I is almost well, basically like like a giallo, like uh, like deep red. Like eventually oh. we do see the killer, but for for the most part, the killer is off screen, and you just see the gloves. Um, shit. What about what about uh, giant snakes? <gasps> yes. Or just, or just, just killer snakes. I'm alright with that. Killer snakes, giant snakes. Yeah, snakes killer snakes. giant snakes. Or we could do, we could do one that's on gray. She's, she's currently. She does nomming. eat stuff. Yeah. She does nom quite a lot. Giant snakes better not be another porn category. You'll have to tune in next month to find out, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, giant snakes. I've been in the mood to watch a giant killer snake movie. Because there's, there's a fair amount of them. Oh, God. Gray's in a mood. Watch oh. out, Braxy. She's in a mood. She's in a play mood. She grumpy and she old. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, giant snake sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what movie I'm picking for you. I don't want to look through a list. I'll let you know. I'm not yeah. going to do Anaconda as much as I want to. Yeah, we watched Anaconda I, semi not so long ago, a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, but there's there's a part of me. What what is his name? The main villain? John Voight. Yeah, I just want to watch John. Watch <laughs> <laughs> John Voight get swallowed whole. Dude, just watching John Voight be John Voight like makes me very happy. <laughs> 
Especially in that weird ass fucking performance right? he did in that movie. <laughs> uh, oh, that is Angelina's daddy. Yeah, yeah. I forget about that. But yeah, no, I am totes game for that. Um cool. yeah. So I'll pick a movie and I'll let you know which one. Same. And then we'll announce it somewhere in on Twitter or wherever. Yeah, on the on the interwebs, as yeah. the young say. It's good. Not a full two hours. No, but close. I, yeah, I felt I'm like satisfied. It, it yeah, it felt like I, I, you know, we talked appropriately without like drawing or reiterating ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. I had fun. Same. Let us watch Giant Snakes next. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited. I just don't know. Like, I I know there are a lot of them. I just don't know what I'm going to No, do. same. Like, I, fan, I, like, aside from the Anaconda movies, like, I know of Python. Yeah. And then there was also, like, there was Killer Cobra and, like, Python versus Boa, Boa. Like there, there's a lot. There was a Look lot. Look at the sci-fi like catalog. Yeah, th- there's like, a lot of them that came out for sci-fi channel. Sci-fi, because you usually entertain without a doubt. King Kong caught a few. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go into those. Oh, I wonder if there's one where it's like Godzilla fighting a giant snake. Not really. Like there was one kaiju I can think of that was kind of snake-like, but I think it was more. Oh. It was it was more like the the long style of dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Amanda, I can't think of their I believe. name. I think so. I think yeah, Amanda. Yeah, you don't. I think Nanda was only in like. He one. was never. Yeah, he he showed up. He was like a cameo monster. He he showed yeah. up just to get his ass kicked by Godzilla every once in a while. Yeah. So, but he was never me. in a main he was never a main monster ever yeah, which reminds me we should probably <clears> tomorrow <throat> night i think i want to continue our our dive into all of the godzilla films again all right yeah i feel like some giant comfy movie monsters <laughs> um but yeah mm-hmm. that's all how, how do we end this um